Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newly Wed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Mooners. So this is my, um, what I'm trying to do these days when I watch Real Housewives of Potomac, I give my feedback on what I've watched and try to tie that in with things I've, I've experienced on a regular basis or just daily in, in life. And, um, we've been dealing with the fight and everything that came out of, that fight with between uh, Monique and Candace. And I've taken the stance that I don't care what the situation is. There comes a point in your adult life that you realize that unless you're in a boxing ring or a wrestling ring or, or UFC or, or WWE, MMA, whatever, you, you don't get to do that. You don't get to reach out and hit someone in a conversation, in, in, in an argument, in any, in a debate that you can just talk with your mouth. It doesn't take away from the fact that as human beings, there are things that can actually aggravate you to the point that you want to do that. And in that, and when you realize that, yes, you're human and, and there is going to come a time when you're going to act like an animal, then you have to pull back. You have to know that about yourself and know that, that there's a tendency for you to get pushed to a certain place. And then you don't know how to, to, to uh, control yourself. It might get out of hand. So what do you do? You choose not to put yourself in, in those situations. Or if you know that, it could get there, then you rein it in. You take yourself out of that situation. There are people who will never go off. There are people who you will sit down across from them and try to have a conversation with them and they won't ever engage, never. There are people who will engage and that's all they do. That's all they will do is engage because they have the words. They can back up what they're saying. And that's just maybe an environment where they thrive. And there are people who don't engage with their mouths. They engage with their fists, you know. And um, one thing that I noticed when every time, again, it's it's amazing to me because these these episodes we're watching now happen over almost a year ago. Um, I, I'm thinking that after a whole year, 
these women have come together, they've discussed things that happened, they've tried to make amends, they've changed, you know, they've, they've agreed to certain things, but now everybody else gets to watch these things. Plus, they too, because obviously they didn't watch it. Now they get to see it edited and all those things. And those memories come flooding back. My problem with the whole thing is that after a whole year, after being in the fight and then having conversations with your fellow castmates and everybody else, your husband, your your friends, your moms, everybody, um, a year later when they're showing the, the episode and you're getting to voice your opinion, you're still sticking to your talking point. You're still sticking to, well, she pushed me to that level. Well, you know, if it wasn't me, it'd be somebody else. So there isn't, there isn't any remorse. And, and she owned up to that in the episode before. But there isn't any remorse. And then also she believes that Candace deserves it. So the MVP for this episode was her pastor who came in and told her that Candace had nothing to do with her acting out the way she did. Okay, this is Monique. Monique, you need to search within yourself. You need to figure out, you know, because of who you've always had to be, because of how scrappy you've had to be, because of you not at at the age you're at right now, not finding an outlet, someone that you can talk to and share all these things that you've had to deal with. You decided to take it out on Candace. And that's what he said. And the way he said it, it was like it came full circle. And she she realized it. And then she says she didn't deserve it. She needs to talk to her, uh, to Candace. Her husband is saying the same thing, that, you know, he's friends with Chris. And um, he they need to talk to, to, to Chris and, and make things better. So I'm watching this because this happened a year ago. But in the blogs, in her interviews, her recent interviews, and some of the things that she's writing right now, she's still echoing the things that she said prior to her sit-down with her pastor. So I don't know if Monique is a changed person, if Monique realizes, look, I made a mistake, I shouldn't have done that. If the ranting that Candace was doing was getting on my nerves, well, maybe I should have just continued my ranting myself, or maybe I should have just walked away. I shouldn't have hit her. And that's that's it's that's the non-starter there. There's no if ands or buts about it. The fact that you continue to justify your your behavior, the fact that you continue to say I was justified in doing what I did because Candace deserved it because that's who she is. You're you're not looking at the mirror. You're you're deflecting your your taking the blame and putting it on someone else instead of realizing that you were to blame for everything that happened past just going back and forth with words. And this is the, the, the problem. And I think why some of the girls were having difficulty, you know, 
staying on dealing with the, the, the okay here's my feeling and i and i think i mentioned this in my last podcast where i said that the the tough love hard know what you did was wrong and unless you you say you're sorry and you accept responsibility and you show your remorse for i don't want to deal with you line that giselle and robin and and i think wendy the stand that stance i appreciate it because whenever you allow somebody just a little inch in a situation where they were wrong, when you when you sympathize with their behavior, when you say to them that, hey, I understand why you did what you did, but then you never follow up with, but you were wrong, you know, even just understanding or, or sympathizing with the behavior, with the act of her hitting somebody else, gives that person that little bit of justification why they feel like yes i i they agree with me and that's what she keeps saying well they they saw my part they understood um wendy when i talked to her she understood why i didn't no no she didn't if anything from from what i've heard you say your conversation went with wendy she was saying those are things she didn't she was a child you know in high school where you don't know any better you, you, you know, you're still growing, you're still learning, you're still maturing. When you're a mature person, you use your words. That's how you deal with things. You, 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 it's just think about all the different agitation that, that happens worldwide. People who are outside peacefully protesting. Yes, they come out in numbers. You see a whole bunch of people holding placards and things like that. And chanting, repeating things. Okay. It looks menacing to some people, but does it give anyone the right to come out with their guns and shoot at them? I don't think so. Absolutely not. They're just chanting. They're holding hands, talking, and they're, they're putting out their, their dissatisfaction with whatever is going on. They're not hurting anyone. They're just talking. And it's, and that's another thing I don't understand why people get bent out of shape when, you know, there's an argument and as arguments continue, some people's voices get raised. Maybe they do because if I don't raise my voice, you're not going to hear me. That's what people do. That's what happens when you're in an argument. Doesn't mean it has to go from talking to throwing fists, throwing things at people to hurt, to, to hurt them or, or stuff like that. It makes no sense. So for her to continue the same line that, well, you know, Candace, she stirs up, well, I can't use the exact words or whatever, but in essence, she's always there trying to create controversy and make stuff up and da 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 <laughs> I've I watched the show. I mean, I I didn't catch on to the Real Housewives of Potomac until much. I can't even remember. I think there was nothing going on. It was so boring, and I I think I watched everything. And I was like, okay, because I didn't want to get on another Real Housewives franchise. I was like, ah, it's over. I'm over it. Let me just stick to the ones that I'm watching. But I was like, well, let me check these girls out, and I watched it. And when um, Ashley came on the show, I was just like, oh, my God, this girl is horrible. Because she comes at you hard. She takes the stories that she's heard and she throws it at you and and she's going and going and going. So I'm like, 
I don't even know that Candace is even to the point that Ashley was or is, you know? And for what I've been seeing since this season started, since Ashley had the baby, she's tried to kind of clamp down on her just being very, very hardcore with when she's talking about other people. I mean, she still has it. You can see the little clips they show of her, like when she was talking about um, Candace and... um, uh, what's her name? Christy, Christy or what? I don't know. The one, the one that spread the rumor about Monique's, um, extramarital affair or whatever. She was in that. I mean, she's ready to get in and, <laughs> and argue or, 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 or tell somebody's stories and things like that. So she's, she's, she's kind of tapered it a little bit this season. I mean, there's more to see, but I, I, I don't know who was as cutthroat in the whole, out of all the girls, who is more, who, I don't know which one of them is more cutthroat than Ashley and Giselle when it comes to that. So why Candace? It, well, is it because Candace is, a, you know, a buck and a half or even less? Um, t- a tiny little thing that you can pick up that you thought, okay, well, I could bully her. I can I can deal with this one because she's small. Why do that? Is it is that is that the reason Monique did that? I mean, we know that she's a fighter. We know that she doesn't she doesn't run away from a fight, but she actually acted it out on Candace. And what's the reason for that? I have no idea. For for two people to be that good friends. I think other people have said worse things about her than, and, and I'm not fighting for Candace. I really am not because yeah, she is a little mouthy thing, you know, but there is absolutely no reason Monique should have done that to her. None whatsoever. None. So anyway, like I, as I was saying, the MVP of this episode was, um, Monique's pastor. He talked to her. He was very honest about it. Let her understand, listen, you need to search within yourself to see why. Don't blame this on Candace. She has nothing to do with this, you know, pretty much letting her know you need to talk some more, find someone you want to talk to, you know, you feel comfortable expressing yourself with, do these examples. Like he's the the one doing it, do this. Why did it have to come to that? Why can't you as a grown woman see for yourself that, look, this was wrong. I should not have done that. You know, take it out switch positions with the person that you fought with and see how you would feel if you were the one who was hitting the head the way she was. Um, so Karen took Giselle and Ashley to her hometown of Sir, which is a small town where they have a big farm they inherited. You were slaves on that, on, on, on that, uh, I guess, plantation and they ended up buying it. And now they own it. And she was invited for their homecoming or something. And it was such a sweet um, experience just to see her family and to see the things they were doing and things like that. It was a little odd (laughs) that she went without Ray. Um, And the things that they showed us when she was going, she's trying to kiss Ray and Ray just, okay, take care. And was like, go on. I don't know what they're building up with that. I just, I'm not sure. I'm, well, obviously, in the new episodes to come, we're probably going to hear more of Ray's point of view and I guess why he's treating her that way or why they're not connecting 
Uh, that part was sad, but just seeing her whole family was really sweet. Oh, and then we saw uh, Wendy and her sister. That was so funny when they talked about uh, their mom and, and the way that she would react to Wendy saying she wants to quit being a professor at the university. But it was, it was really interesting. I But the highlight for me for this episode was the pastor getting through to Monique and having that breakthrough, which clearly from everything else that she's done this day since the episode aired um, was pretty short-lived in my opinion. Uh, Cause she's not, she's not echoing what she showed at that moment with her pastor. She's, she's still saying, and she's still behaving as if everything that she did was justified and Candace deserved being hit on the head as much as she did. And, and it was fine for her to run around the whole, the restaurant saying she was going to kill her. Um, but yeah, that's my two cents. That was, that was, um, that was the breakthrough that pastor was, is, was, was the MVP, the highlight of the, of that episode. I, I think that people need to spend more time looking into themselves no finding out who they are, understanding themselves, realizing things that they're they're willing to to deal with, um, accommodate, and just live their best lives. Be be the best people they could possibly be for themselves and for the people around them. Uh, the world is there. You're always going to have people who are going to support you. Good, bad, ugly. People, there's somebody who's looking for somebody that speaks to who they are on the inside. If someone wants to be a bad person and someone on TV is behaving badly and that's who that's who resonates for them, that's what they believe in, they're gonna support you. So you're gonna have your 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 group of, of people wherever it is on social media supporting your bad behavior. Does it make it right? Does it mean that you are justified in doing what you did? No, it doesn't. It just means that those are people who are who who can relate to that behavior and they feel it's okay, but it doesn't make it right. So, uh, I mean, it was a good episode. I think Real Housewives of Potomac, um, outside of the bad behavior and the things that um, they. Um, I mean, are they really friends? Do they remain friends outside of that? Like, I don't think they are. I think this is really for for real, for real. Just throw some women together and then um, let them go at each other and and attack themselves for, you know, for for the viewing pleasure. Um, But it is a good show. Good as an interesting, not good as an you know, good. It's, it's an interesting show. It, it definitely keeps you watching. I think this is going to be, I think this franchise is, I think they're pretty good. I don't know. Um, they're still, it's still Beverly Hills, Atlanta and Potomac is three, but let me keep watching. I don't know. I'll keep watching. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah. That's uh, my two cents. Uh, thank you, Smitters, for, for listening. And, hey, you know you can leave me voice notes if you agree or disagree with some of the things that I'm saying. Um, you can do that on Anchor. But, um, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this or if you're 
listening to my podcast uh, through Twitter, leave a comment on my um, Twitter handle. All right. Cheers then. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please click on the support button.